Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, of course, we do have a real South Australian flavour here in WA on Friday when Port Adelaide take on West Coast and Fremantle, of course, take on the Adelaide Crows. And we've been kind enough to be joined by Nathan Van Burlow from the Crows Football Club, one of the senior assistant coaches and a man we know so well in the West. Uh, trip back home to see the family, uh, Nathan. Appreciate your time. Yes, gosh, it's, um, it's exciting to be coming back to Perth. So, um, you know, I know the boys, the, the rest of the squad are looking forward to getting over too. But for, um, for me and Shane McAdam, it's a, it's a good chance to get back and connect with some family as well. So, good time of year. My brother just had a baby boy last week, so I get to meet my little nephew as well. So, pretty exciting time. Uh, good stuff, mate. Well, then now get the coach's hat on. I mean, pre-season training, you can train against yourself. You can do match simulation. And oh, so they still call these games, of course, against opposition almost match sim as well. But it starts to really up the ante, don't we? We sort of put the foot on the pedal now at, at footy clubs as we start to focus on the season 2023. Yeah, it's, um, look, I mean, every team at the moment is hanging out to play some, some different opposition. It's sort of, um, you know, week on week, you're, you're playing against yourselves and uh, it, it's really often hard to get a real gauge of, A, where you're at uh, and where, where your you know, individuals within your squad are at. So <clears throat> it's a great chance for us to, to get away for... I think nine or ten days we're in WA and we obviously play free on West Coast and it's a good chance for us to see where um, our chemistry's at, where, where a lot of our guys are at form-wise because we've got um, a lot of you know, spots up for grabs heading into round one. Pre-season camp almost, isn't it? I mean, really, for the group. So how many players come across? Do you come over in allotments or do they come across as big one lump sum? Uh, how, how are you doing it at the Adelaide Football Club? Yeah, look, we, um, we are coming away pretty much as the one group. I think there's a couple of players. I know um, Tex is coming over mid-next week. There's a few guys that will come and go, but I think for the most part, there's, I'm going to say, around 90 in our travelling party, wow. including all trainers, staff, etc., and players. So a whole squad is coming. Uh, we may require a couple of our um, development SNFL players to, to come over if we need to make up some numbers for um, our secondary games. But, um, yeah, it's a whole squad getting away. So we see it as a not only is it a great chance to, to play some opposition teams, but a, a good chance for us to, to get away and uh, spend some time together. Big decision. You've changed with your captain. You've gone with Jordan Dawson. What about that process? I mean, and every club does it slightly different. Player vote, then the football department tick off, and then the board does it. How does the Adelaide Crows uh, do their captaincy vote? And um, was it, I mean, clearly it was unanimous, otherwise he wouldn't have the gig, but it was a yeah. surprise to many. Yeah, look, I can understand that from afar, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, first and foremost, the, the club were really uh, um, having having common conversations with Rory Sloan for, for a fair period of time now. And um, the ball was left in Sloan's court in regards to what he wanted to do moving forward. And I know he's sort of, at times, I'm an art over it. Um, but we know Rory's coming back from a, a serious ACL injury this year. And, um, you know, he was... He was really comfortable with his decision in the end uh, and knowing full well that, that Geordie Dawson um, really wanted the job. Uh, he had the full support, as you said, from the playing group uh, and staff alike. So 
Uh, it was really comfortable for Sloaney to step away. And I think since then, he's even seen the last couple of weeks, just Geordie just put his own stamp on a couple of things. And, um, you know, people from afar might sit there and think that Geordie's only been here for, for 12 months. How does he step into a such a big role as, as skipper? But, um, you know, prior to that, he'd spent six years at Sydney. Uh, at, you know, we all know what sort of a great culture Sydney has as a footy club. And, and Dawes was, was part of their emerging leaders there and, and comes in. And within 12 months, he's had a huge impact on field uh, and his connection off field with the group. So exciting times for, for Jordan to lead the club forward and um, just seeing what he's like and knowing him as a person. I know he's going to do a great job for the footy club. One name that everyone's been speaking about in regards to uh, leaving and joining a new club is Isaac Rankin. Of course, he kicked five goals yeah. in that intro last Friday. A uh, bit of mid-stuff. I mean, I think there's a bit of magic with him that he's sort of like almost, I look at him almost, and I see this guy every week, he's Liam Ryan, where probably a lot of people thought he was an inside 50, forward 50 player, forward pocket, take a big mark, kick a magical goal, but but has some tricks and enough tricks to, to go up through the midfield. Are we looking to see more of him up the ground, albeit that he's going to be a key in regards to kicking goals for you? Yeah, look, he um, he definitely will be in and around the ball uh, a lot more than what he had been at, at the Gold Coast Suns. It was sort of something that he really wanted to do coming to, to our footy club. Uh, and he spent the whole summer training with uh, the midfield group and he spent time forward as well, obviously learning the craft and the, the systems that we have ahead of the ball. Um, but he's got a skill set and um, I guess just more or less his polish around the footy when he gets the ball in hand and his cleanliness at ground level makes him um, a weapon that we want to have up and around the footy. So um, now we'll no doubt showcase hopefully a bit of that on, on Friday where we can see the likes of Rankin and, and Josh Rochelle who played a lot forward last year in and around the footy a bit more for us, which we hope gives us a bit more of a different dynamic um, because, yeah, we, we feel like we need that around the footy um, based on our last couple of seasons. So uh, we did that a bit last week and looking to try and build that heading into round one. So you've got two games over here against Fremantle, of course, on Friday, and then you play when then you've got West Coast. What do you what are you trying to do? What are footy clubs all trying to do with the season inside a month away? Do you expose changes do you have to expose the changes because you've got to put them into game situations if you've made some subtle changes to your style of play and, and, and your personnel? I mean, what what are clubs actually going to be doing over the next two weeks? Yeah, I think it's um, it's it's largely that. It's where, you know, every club's made some tinkering to their game plans and gone, OK, well, let's just see how that holds up against uh, different opposition and whether we need to make some slight tweaks heading, to, heading into round one. Um and on top of that, you also want to build some chemistry within your playing group. So, um, obviously, that means guys like Isaac Rank and Joshua Shelley haven't played a lot of footy together. It's a matter of can we get minutes on ground with them together so that they build this this cohesion amongst the group and connection that, that we know is so important come game day. And then there's guys that we're not sure of, you know, our best 22 at the moment. As I said, we've got a lot of spots up for grabs heading into round one. So... It's, a, it's an opportunity for guys to, to show their wares and show where they're at and uh, and put their best foot forward for round one. So well, every club will be in a very similar position um, and two games um, is is just enough. Um, we probably need all the time we can get hitting into round one. So it's going to be, um, you know, a, a, a really important uh, 10 days that we've got away in Perth. Um... Michelani, Dowling and Bond are the three you picked up in the draft, of course, 17, 43 and 50. You didn't have a real good purchase on the draft, of course, but your rookie drafted McPherson got relisted. And Paul Seedsman, who everyone knows the value of Paul Seedsman, but he has, has had that wretched uh, moment with the with the concussion. Where are they all at? Are we going to get – do we see all of those in the trip to WA? Will they all get some field time? 
Um, so the with Paul Seeds and, and Andy McPherson, though we won't see them, they're um, obviously uh, Paul's on the active list, um, still uh, recovering from his concussion, as you mentioned, and Andy McPherson's making his way back from a knee injury. And look, we might get some minutes out of our draftee boys. Um, our early earliest pick was Max Michelani. He's a father-son selection that we had, and we've been really pleased with Maxie's development uh, out on ground. He uh, he played some senior footy in the Sanford last year for, for Norwood uh, in their final series. So uh, we're expecting that, I dare say, throughout the year, whether it be early on or, or later in the piece, that he'll definitely um, provide some, some spark for us in the back line. Um, and as you mentioned, Billy Dowling and, and Hugh Bonds, uh, they're still building their games as, as young draftees, but there's no reason why they won't get uh, won't get some minutes in the in the coming weeks. I mean, I think this Friday is the six quarters yep. that we play, so that'll mean that both squads end up playing majority of their list, I'd imagine, over that uh, over that six quarters to get a look at everyone. If there can be thing a thing called six quarters, I'm not exactly sure you can call it six quarters. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> whatever they are, six 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 six. <laughs> Hey, last couple for you. Nathan Van Burlo, assistant coach with the Adelaide Crows, our guest on Breakfast with Scotty and Goss. Um, Riley Thilthorpe came with a bang, kicked five on Debu against Hawthorne uh, back in 2021. Had some moments, had a good patch through that sort of first season. Where is he at and what are, we, what are the expectations there for him in regards to uh, 2023? Yeah, look, he, he did burst on the scene, didn't he? And we were, uh, you know, we were very excited for, for Riley. And we've seen... We've seen him over the last couple of years really begin to grow his game. Um, it probably was a false, uh, I guess, not false positive, but it was sort of just a burst onto the scene and kicking five goals. And it's, you know, Josh Rochelle did the same in his first game last year yeah. for, for the footy club. And it's like, you can't expect to do that every week, young fella, but um, try and understand what makes your game work and, and what sort of player we want you to be. Um, and Riley's only 20 years old now. He's... 200 odd centimetres, and he's, a, he's an absolute weapon the way that he moves around the ground. So, uh, look, we've been growing his game um, from a you know, contested marking sense. He's spent more time in the ruck this pre season. And so, we're hoping that that, that additional, I guess, craft to his game and, and a couple of strings to his bow might help free him up at times and give him a chance just to release that, that talent that we know he's got because um, he's certainly going to be a long term and important player for us, hopefully, for the next decade to come. I know it's a tough one, and you've got to be careful when you're an assistant coach. Give me a breakout player. Give me a player that might have been in the system for a little while that you've got expectations to uh, have a big year in 2023. Oh, okay. I um, <laughs> probably too old, too old name for you, Tim. I'll, uh, Wayne Miller is one that's been in the system for a fair while for us, um, and he's one that's had um, you know a really rough run with injury, and uh, we played a, a majority of his footy last year ahead of the ball. He's playing in defence this, this pre-season for us and just has helped shore up our defence and help with some ball movement out of our back half. So he's one that, as a senior player in our group now, um, I've loved what I've seen through him throughout the summer. Um, you can speak about Rory Sloan as well. Coming back from an ACL, he seems like he's in really good touch. But from a young kid point of view, um, uh, one of my favourites is Jakey Saligo. We picked him up um, 18 months ago now and he... Played a, uh, probably a dozen or so games last year uh, for us at senior level and, and showed his wares. And um, he just continues to grow and uh, he'll be really important for us through that midfield forward mix uh, for this year to come and many more, we hope. So the likes of him and, and Josh Rochelle, while they've only been here for, for 12 months or, or one year of footy, um, we've seen them uh, going to have a really positive impact for us very soon. Apart from the odd exception of experienced players, you're a, you're a young list. Everyone's expecting, again, probably not a tough year, but a, probably a tough in regards to wins and losses year 
for the Adelaide Crows. Last one for you, Nathan. What is the, what is the expectation inside the group? Obviously, you want to keep developing and keep building for the yeah. future. You're probably not looking at a flag. You, you know, if you could win your 10 games, you'd probably count that as a success. What, what internally that you can share externally is the goal for the footy club? Yeah. Oh, look, we we want to keep growing our game, Tim, and that's and and we firmly believe that if we if we play to our best and we we stay fit and healthy and we give ourselves the best chance, there's no reason why we can't compete with the best sides in the comp and and put ourselves up and around that finals contention. Um, you know, last last couple of years we've lost a number of games by two goals or less. That have we won those, we put ourselves in a completely different predicament. I mean, you look at Collingwood last year, for example, but. Um, what we've been building in our game the last couple of years is you know, our want and ability to stay in the fight uh, and be really hard to play against. So we're hoping that that you know, underpins our game and that we can now add a bit of polish to our game that hopefully you know, um, gets us more of those positive results uh, and the confidence in the group grows. And then you just never know. So um, we're about trying to build that confidence, that cohesion in our group, and, and hopefully this, this next couple of weeks is going to be you know, the start of something for us. Looking forward to it. Adelaide Crows in Perth for uh, just uh, about 10 days, so can't wait to see what they can produce in 2023. Appreciate your time chatting to us on SENWA and enjoy your stint here in the West. Thanks, Tim.